Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Don't forget, in this hour we will give away a pair of cowboys tickets in the 100 level courtesy of at&t 5g fast reliable secure so that will happen within this hour but right now we're i guess kind of at the midway point i realize with the 17 game schedule it's complex you're halfway through game week I guess. So you're essentially halfway through the season. There's only 18 games or 18 weeks, right? Correct. So what's the midway okay. point there? So you did nine of In those between, with the yeah. Yeah. All right. See, helping out. I like it. Do what I can. All right. So these five predictions that were trotted out, I want to see if you think correct, incorrect, on to something. This is from The Athletic. Week 14 showdown with the Eagles will have the division lead at stake. Now, I know a lot of people have pointed to they believe there's a path for the Cowboys to be 9 and 3, for the Eagles to be 9 and 3 at that point with the division lead on the line. But I mean, obviously, I think you would argue that even if the Eagles were 10 and 2, if the Cowboys were 9 and 3, clearly a lot on the line in that game. Yeah. Oh man, Kevin, that that is the meat of the schedule for the Cowboys too, right? Like that's your yes. what you pointed out was that Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Eagles section. It's tough. And, you know, the Seahawks are involved there too. It, it is probably best for the next three weeks that the Cowboys have the opponents that they have. Not that it's gonna be easy on them, but maybe the the lighter part that they can kind of ramp up for and start to really deploy some of their best stuff. Um I, I do think, I mean, I don't think that the Eagles are going to lose enough games to keep them or to, you know, put them in that position. What's the tiebreaker beyond record, Kevin? Uh, so it'd be record in the NFC East. And then I believe, well, I mean, it's head, head to head. head. It's okay. head to head. Yeah. yeah. And then record in the NFC East. But they can East. beat the Eagles once. Yeah. So then, yeah. And that would be tied. And then NFC East and then conference, I do believe, is how I would it say it is on the line. In this way, if the Eagles win, it's completely and totally over. Sure. Yeah, no, for if sure. If the Cowboys win that game, it gives them a chance. So yeah. that's how it is on the line. But I think it's it's not on the line in the exact same way for both teams. They'll be in really good position uh, if, you know, like we said, after the next three weeks for the Eagles are their worst three weeks of the season. And, and then, then, the and then they have the Cowboys. kicks off the Cowboys' brutal stretch, yeah. right? And they're in trouble in terms of the conference tiebreaker. So... You're going to have to hope. Because of the Arizona Cardinals game? Yes. Quite frankly. I predicted it. He said yes. the, the the Cardinals game is going to be the deciding factor I in the whole not. season. <laughs> it might be at the end. We might <laughs> yeah. look at that game and go, God. <laughs> that was the one. 
did we lose to him? All right. And then we talked about. And then you have to play him in the first round of the playoffs. Because he's Josh Dobbs, dude. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's on the Vikings now. Interesting. So we've talked about that same brutal stretch starting with the Philly game for the Cowboys. Do you think that the Cowboys will, let's say, go through that stretch with a winning record? So you go back to the Philly game and out through the rest of the season. So you've got Philly, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, and Washington. That's two losses for sure. Okay. Do you think they can have a winning record in that thing? Wouldn't that be three and two, didn't you, in five games? Yes. So, yes, they can. Okay. I I think three and two. Do you uh, have two specific losses, or are you just like, it's tough back-to-back-to-back? I think they'll beat Philly in a – I think it'll be a very close game. But I think they'll beat Philly here in Arlington. Uh, The game in Buffalo's at Buffalo, that's an L. At uh, Dolphins, too. The, the, Dol- the thing is, you're probably right, but the thing is, the Dolphins are stuck in the same spot where they don't beat good teams either. Is it at Detroit? No, at home against Detroit. Are you looking past Seattle? I don't like Detroit's matchup. They're going to try to bully you us. Just, is it that you just don't you don't put them in the same category as uh, those other yeah, teams? Yeah. I, I think, think they're all the same. I think Seattle is a step below the rest of them, but if you want to make it a six-game stretch, can they come out of that six-game stretch then at four and two? Because you're going to have to yeah. be at least four and two there. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. Four and two is is uh, probably would be the best case scenario for me. Is okay. Washington the last game of the year? Yes. We need to have Washington playing for nothing there. I don't know what the Cowboys could be. Pos- they played for nothing last year against the Cowboys, except for yeah. Sam Howell's first game. But the Cowboys were playing for nothing, nothing too, yeah. right? Yeah. They, they, okay. they were the five seed. So they that's so you need the Cowboys to be playing for something and Washington be, Washington to be playing for nothing is what you're I just saying. kind of, yeah, I'm a little bit concerned to playing at Washington last game of the year. Let's just say you need to win and the Eagles need to lose and you win the division. But on the other hand, if Washington wins, they have a path to be the seven seed in the playoffs. I don't like that scenario. Will, by the end of the season, Jalen Tolbert be your number three receiver? Um, I mean, if Michael Gallup can't get his act together, or I guess if, they can't, if Dak Prescott can't get on the same page with Brandon Cooks, he looks better with Jalen Tolbert than he looks with most of those guys except for CeeDee Lamb. I heard G-Bag Nation talking about this, and I'm sorry, don't know if it was Zach or Eric. They might have been agreeing on this point, too, so that's why I can't pull them apart here on which one's opinion it was. They said it doesn't matter because they only really throw the ball to C.D. Lamb and then to now Ferguson, Ferguson, and then everybody else is just kind of get in where you fit in. There's not really a number two. There's not really a number three. There is a wide receiver and a tight end, and then everybody else is kind of – tied for third place yeah and so you're going to have five receptions for the other guys maybe even six but who gets the other five to six it'll probably be spread out but yes but last year kevin we were like why why can't we do a Devontae adams type thing where we just feed the ball to this one dude he give him all the targets and cd lamb's doing that this year you knew it would come at a cost to something else absolutely but i guess I guess the percentages of like the percent of like completion percentage to other receivers is bad. Too. It is bad, but my cost I thought would be more likely to be Gallup and Tolbert, or and the you running would take game. advantage. Well, I mean, clearly the running game has come at a cost. Is I thought it would be Gallup and Tolbert as opposed to Brandon Cooks because their lack of ability to utilize Brandon Cooks. 
has I, I just I still can't understand it because of how good he was, because like previously in his career, how he would be a great number two, what we saw in training camp and that connection, and it's just nothing, man. Maybe during training camp, what we're learning is they just learned they just knew how to beat that defense. And they've been getting different different types of things. I still think if the if the top gets blown off, if they bring guys down, and I think the running game could be a big part of it. Not being able to force that, and they're just like, "Hey, you know, when Brandon Cooks can get open downfield, it changes things." Uh, that connection hasn't happened enough at all. This one's interesting since we brought up the running game, and I know some people are clamoring for this. Rico Dowdle will turn the backfield into a true two-man show, which that would be a staggering indictment of the performance of Tony Pollard. I don't know if I mean I don't I don't know if they can block well enough to do it. Okay. Like, I, I I mean, I don't think it's a true one-man show right now at all by any means. And I, I like Rico Dowdle. And I think he's he's a great – they're a great one-two punch together. But their, their offensive line – Kevin, the offensive line is meddling, in my opinion. There's, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Right in the middle, you know? They're, okay. You just put them right in the middle of everything. So, are you going for middle there? I said – what did I say? Metal? Yeah, they're just kind of, they're metal. Metal of the pack. Yeah, they're metal of the pack. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate somebody on this show here here with me on this. And that's where they are, Kevin. Mm. Stop meddling in my business. Yeah. Those are two different words that you're using in two different contexts. If somebody's meddling oh, in your business, they're getting in the metal of it. They're getting in the metal of your business, yeah. and then they don't, you don't. You're Put the cheese in the it. microwave. It'll eventually metal. Yeah. That is a third different word. That's melted. The offensive line isn't great, Kevin, uh, at either pass blocking or run blocking. And so I think that it's less about what Rico Dowdle can do, more about whether or not this offensive line can get back to what they should be. Okay, can I ask you real quick? And I I, I like Tyler Smith, man. He looked really good on Sunday. Is there a, like, let's say there's 100% of the blame to go around. How would you break down just the offensive line as a whole versus Tony Pollard? 70-30. 70 for the offensive line, 30 yeah. for Pollard. And now, okay. now, are we still missing whenever he does get through, or is he getting an ankle clipped and he's falling a little faster than he did last year? Yeah. Uh, and this is a great season for him to say, hey, i got to go make my bank this year uh, and, and go after it. But I, I do think that that's not going well. creating that more of those opportunities and those lanes is, is very important. Now, it is weird. I know Bobby and I will disagree on this probably because – Bobby's, what, can, what can you and Bobby agree on, though? Uh, there's some things that Bobby and I can agree on. Do you have a specific thing in mind that I'm not thinking of? I don't know. Maybe something I can hear on the air all the time. Oh, 105.3 The Fan's the best? Okay, let's move on. The, the he all, I will hear him say a lot of times, you, that's not, you don't see that in today's NFL, or that's not today's NFL. And I'm like, well, that's a great opportunity to go against the grain, isn't it? Whenever everybody else is doing one thing and they're only built to protect from one thing, then can't you be the team that goes opposite that? And he did mention this morning that things are cyclical. And so whenever a team says we're going to go light uh, linebackers and we're going to go fast linebackers, well, now you get a big Derrick Henry to run right through them. You got to find those elements where you can zag whenever other people are going a certain way. Micah Parsons' last prediction midseason for the end of the season will make a late push. Right now, he's tied for ninth in the NFL with seven and a half sacks. 
do you believe, I, I realize what they're doing with him positionally, do you believe he can move up those charts? <sighs> From where to where? Uh, let's say top five. And he's seventh right Ninth. now? Ninth. I think he can. I think he can make more impact later in the season. Uh, but, man, do you, you've seen the numbers on how often he's getting double teamed. Oh, yeah. Like the teams are saying, we will take you out of the game by putting a double team on you because we know we can't block you with one guy. Are you surprised that hasn't shown up more for other people? Because I feel like Dorrance Armstrong benefited from that a lot before. Yeah. But I feel like you haven't seen necessarily those results elsewhere. Then. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Is like somebody across the offensive or the defensive line should be benefiting a lot yeah. more because they're not getting taken yeah. on by two players. And I don't know exactly. That's something I want to look into a little more is where those should be coming from. And if, Kevin, if he is being double-teamed on certain things, is it plays where you have your big, beefy run defense in instead of third downs whenever Micah and the rest of the guys should be let loose? You know, you slide one of your, your pass rushers inside instead of going with Hankins in the middle. Is that, a, is that a time where it should be happening? So there are lots of other things that I would like to look into more there, sure. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next... It's time for the combo platter. It is National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. So give us a sports opinion, and then where can you find the best fried chicken sandwich? 877-881-1053. Also want to hit us up on the Twitch and the YouTube. Coming up next, we move into the lunch rush, where we will also have our Dallas Cowboys ticket giveaway. It's going to be a big segment. We'll do it next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. In this segment, we will be giving away a pair of Cowboys tickets in the 100 level for the game on Sunday. Also included is a parking pass. If you're caller number 10, you'll know when it's time. But it's not time just yet. Instead, right now, it's time for the combo platter. Today, National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. So give us a sports opinion, and then where is the best spot to find that fried chicken sandwich? Who would like to start? I will go first. I went to the Maverick game last night. Had a blast watching the first half of basketball. Man, was it entertaining. The ball was moving. 
Both teams were playing well. Siakam had a really nice first half for Toronto. Uh, um, Derek Jones Jr. was great to start that game off. Continues to surprise and impress. I thought the Mavs were, at times, locked in defensively. At times, very sloppy defensively. But the game was really fun to watch. It was At halftime, I'm like, man, this is a good game. I don't know who's going to win. I hope the Mavs do. They're at home. And then the third and fourth quarter happened, and the ref said, I raised my hand. I would like for you guys to pay attention to me the rest of the game. And I'm not saying the Mavs didn't play bad in the second half. They did. But I thought the refs, it was the most boring, not the most, but it was really boring. For two teams that played as well as they did in the first half, as entertaining of basketball as you had in the first half, it was boring and miserable, and the game just came to a screeching halt as the refs decided to, I thought on both sides, just call some ticky-tack stuff. The Mavericks obviously struggled tremendously in the second half, so there's more to it. But I just thought my opinion was, I wonder how tough it is as a ref to go, do I want to call this the way I see this and keep the flow horrible in this game or start letting these guys just fight through this because – this can't be fun to watch blowing the whistle up and down the court. It became a free throw contest, and in any free throw contest, the Mavericks will lose tremendously bad. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. But you still had fun despite the loss? And Dwight yeah, Powell? Yes. Well, look, Dwight Powell, God bless his soul. But man, it is just, it is tough. And there's nothing they could do. Derek Lively was sick, he couldn't play. But still for Dwight Powell to be 24 minutes a night, even when Derek Lively is healthy and available, it's just tough. It's tough to watch because you know he's giving everything he has to try, but it's just not talented enough to be on the basketball court. But for eight years now, and I'm not making up that number, for literally eight years now, you are going to watch Dwight Powell in the regular season play anywhere from 12 to 35 minutes a game. I know it's a big number, but that's about what he plays. It's just, it's tough. And I don't want to blame him last night. There was a lot of breakdowns and the Mavericks lost as a team. But part of losing is you watch Dwight Powell have to play center because Derek Lively's out. And you're like, this just looks like last year's team again, right? It's just impossible if you're playing with no center on your roster. Rashawn Holmes came in the game. Unfortunately, disappointing. in his small sample size, it was not good. Um, but, you know, the Ma- it's it's one out of 82. The Mavericks have had a good start. Tomorrow night is a, is a game where you'd like to see them win that game. But uh, last night they reverted back to last year's final 15, 20 games of basketball. And it, it kind of showed maybe to Kevin how important Derek Lively really mm. is. To, even if it's 10 minutes, those 10 minutes are so impactful that he's on the court. And I hate saying this. I hate saying this. And it's impactful that Dwight Powell isn't on the court. Yeah. No, I so I understand what you're saying. My favorite chicken sandwich? Yeah. Or do you want to go more basketball? No, no. Let's go to chicken sandwich first, and we'll move back around to basketball, I promise. I now make the best chicken sandwich, <laughs> fried chicken sandwich. I've done it. You did? Yeah. Who did you beat out? Who was the, who was Chick-fil-A. The, Chick-fil-A was the previous best. Okay. okay. Well, for me, it was Popeye's before, but now I want to try Mike's chicken sandwich. Yeah. To know that. What makes? Because I want to know what makes your fried chicken sandwich He's, so good. He, I know, I know most of the recipe you're rocking with because you told me about it. So it sounds I, amazing. I take the chicken and I pound it out to make it a little bit thinner. Okay, uh, and it will plump back up once you fry it. But 
then you put uh, pickle juice and uh, and like if you do have um, buttermilk, you can do buttermilk. But you put some sort of kind of the pickle juice already has kind of the brining agent and everything, and you put a little bit of kind of let's say milk in there or cream in there, and oh. you let that sit for a good two hours. But I kind of like just doing it the day before. Okay, and so it picks up kind of a really nice flavor, and then you obviously are uh, sticking that in um, some flour, but it has to be seasoned flour with some paprika and cayenne pepper and salt and pepper. Um, And so you make it kind of crispy. There's different ways to make it crispy by making sure to drop a little bit of kind of your uh, egg wash slash milk into your flour so it gives you a little bit more uh, crispiness. And good flakes, you know, when those when those fried flakes fall off and you pick it up because you just want more of the yeah, fried part. Yeah, so that's um, the bonus part. Yeah, yeah, I'm it is. It is really good. The other thing too is to really have a nice brioche bun. So Ooh, when you're doing that, that's the cheat code, bro. That Fancy. fried chicken sandwich, and then you butter those, and so then you put those on a pan, or and and you make sure that you get a good toast, a buttery toast on those brioche buns. Brioche bun is. The if you if you want to impress people by making food for them and it's going to be in in hand, handheld form, brioche bun's the way to go. Will it cover up if you make mistakes? Absolutely, along the way? it's soft. Okay. It's it, it tastes great. It's a cheat code. When they eight zero six, I've seen this before now, and I'm really intrigued by this. Nineteen ninety nine stars win it all. Two thousand eleven Mavs. Two thousand twenty three Rangers. That's twelve years each time. The 2035 Cowboys Super Bowl is going to be amazing. And How many years since the Cowboys won their last Super Bowl would that be? Uh, 45 years. 40. Right? 40? 40? Yeah, 40. So if 95 you add up all the, the years between, then it would be the same thing, right? Oh, I we- hope that doesn't happen because really we win somewhat, I think of it, one a decade. And when you win one a decade, that means if you're following the four major sports, that means one out of 40 times you get the payoff. <laughs> if you're only a fan of one team. But do you understand what I'm saying? Likes, no, I get it. That like, sucks. If you're a fan that. of all four of the teams, we're only out of a decade period. They each have a season. That's 40 seasons total. And we get one out of 40. You feel like we should do yeah, better than that. No, I do, I do agree with that's that. That's what we have for a long time now. And then they said Palmer's hot chicken sandwich is it's, the best. Great sandwich. From the 214, after all the focus, Cowboys set out to prove the media wrong and Cooks goes for more than 100 yards. Please do that. As part of the media, I want Brandon Cooks to be awesome, and I want this offense to be awesome with him. I hope that happens. And from the 214, Hooters Buffalo Ranch Chicken Sandwich is the best. Interesting. When's the last time you went to a Hooters? I can't even tell it's you. It's been honestly. a while. We need to go to more Hooters. But you know what? The good news is we have a damn fine partner in Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, my we'll gosh. We'll be there tomorrow, the South Hewland location in Fort Worth, if you want to come hang out with us. I was Miller at the, Light's going to be giving away awesome. Dallas Cowboys. Hold on, Mike. Okay, Miller Light's going to be giving away Dallas Cowboys tickets, and we're going to have Cowboys merch, and you get to talk to Corey because he's probably going to do the giveaway. I'll be there. I was at the Hewland Mall. After the 2002 MLB season, walking around, wasting time, happy to be home. Wife was doing her residency thing where that's like 100 hours in a week of work. Oh, so she wasn't home a so whole bunch. Much. Is um, I remember getting the call from the New York Mets like two or three days after the season was over that they were firing Bobby V. And so you've never gone back since? 
never gone back to the Hewlin Mall. I've gone back, yes. But I don't live there. I used to live around there. I used to live near the Vending Nut Company. They have a whole bunch of great nuts and sour balls and candies. But you want the assorted sour balls and you're in Fort Worth, the Vending Nut Company is where to go. You want good Christmas presents? You want to you wanna give the presents of nuts? They have oh all God. the nuts now that you I know can what want. You're doing. I'm not, it's Did a you great say place. Presents it's on Montgomery. Or presents of nuts. Presents, like uh, well, with a T at the end, uh-huh. well, almost at the end. Do There's you want an to S. Just know that the nuts are there, or do you want to, them to be gifted? Plenty of people give assorted nuts or a certain nut uh-huh. for a present. Come on, you know Christmas. what you're doing. Since 1968, dude, I'm, they've been there. I can't. I don't know. What, what do you want nuts? me to call them? You tell me what you want okay, me to call but you, assorted but nuts. But it seems like you took delight in being like, or you can give assorted nuts to somebody. What would you call you can. it? I don't know what yeah, you call he it. He takes delight in gift giving, Kevin. Yeah. Do you, you don't like nuts, so I won't give you any. I would give you sour balls. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> They're in different I, colors. I hate you right now. Good. I hate you right now. Would Mike. you rather have Corey? Yeah. Not speaking to Kevin. Right. Would you rather, if I were to give you one or the other, would you rather have assorted sour balls or would you rather have assorted nuts? Assorted nuts. There's no. more. There's yeah. more nutritional value in those. I know more about Corey. Thanks, Mike. Which Which nut do you think is my no, favorite? No, from one? the nine four zero. The Rangers are gonna go back to back in two thousand and twenty four. The Cook Shack in Fort Worth is the goat fried chicken sandwich. Pistachios are close second, by the way. I got one, Kevin. Do you like candied okay. pistachios? Mm-mm. Okay. Sorry, sorry for saying that. Oh, CD- <laughs> you looked at me like you, you are. Push your luck too far. CeeDee Lamb is a top five receiver, no matter what all those people said earlier Whoa. in the season. And, but he name, need- Can you name your five? Uh, give me just a second. Okay. But... He needs more touchdown production, and that's on that's on the Cowboys' offense. Like that, that's less than it is him. He he needs more touchdown production, but he's a top five receiver. It's Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs. I have Ceedee Lamb as number four. Okay, and then I would take I would take DJ Moore, or Jamar Chase. Oh, now, good. Again, I was hoping you're saying Jamar Chase. Uh, Justin Jefferson not being yeah, in the mix. DJ Moore, huh? Yeah, I love DJ Moore. I think he's a really good receiver, but. There's problems with uh, with what's going on with his quarterbacks, but uh, I, I think that that's he, he he's a top five receiver no matter what they say about him or okay. said early in the season. Richard Sherman said he wasn't even a number one wide receiver, but he needs to produce in the end zone and to be considered even better. Uh, the chicken sandwich, Kevin. Mm-hmm. While if you have not had the pimento cheese hot honey chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A, which is fantastic, my option is the Big Bird. And or the spicy bird from uh, Roots Chicken Shack out at Legacy Hall. Roots Chicken okay. Shack—they fry everything in duck uh, duck fat. So duck fat is the way that they go instead of uh, instead of doing it like in lard or whatever. They do duck fat and they rock that thing, and it is a fantastic chicken sandwich. While you were talking on the commercial, they said—I I guess it's promoting them—but it's said, "Hey." Assorted nuts, great gift. Nuts.com. Look at that. See? I'm guilty of pointing I told that you. Out. I know. You pointed it out. I, I wasn't watching. I was That's actually paying fault. attention, looking at Corey while he was talking. <laughs> From the I appreciate that, Mike. Thanks. Rangers. <laughs> this is your opinion? Get o- No, from the 817. The Rangers get Otani and run it back next season, and Dave's hot chicken is immaculate. We've definitely got 
a lot of votes for hot chicken mixing it yeah. up in here. So Ricky's far. has a really good uh, chicken, sa- a hot chicken sandwich too. Do they have like one in in Deep Elm? I haven't been to. My kid wants to go to because I think it's like Nashville hot chicken that has come to town. Yes, Nashville hot chicken. Which which one is it? Susie B. Something like that. Hattie B's, like Hattie B's, I think it is. Is yeah. it Hattie B's? People will know. Yeah, I just, no, Hattie B's Because my kid wants awesome. to go there, and I'm like, we'll eventually go there. But he wants to try kind of their hot chicken. He loves fried chicken. I'm going to throw it over to Alec. Do you have a sports opinion? And by the way, a lot of people are sending in chicken sandwich opinions. Got to have that sports opinion and your chicken sandwich opinion. What is nice. your sports opinion, sir? Oh, sports opinion here. I'm going to go ahead and say I think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL right now. In the NFL? Yeah. How about it? Yeah. I mean, they're not getting enough love from anyone, really. They're getting some really emphatic wins uh, at home on the road. They're 7-2 and two right now. A uh, big win against the Lions just a couple of weeks ago. Lamar Jackson, he's a better pocket passer than anyone wants to admit. Uh, and they're using his running ability as a compliment now instead of forcing it with him. I love it. A- everything that's going on with the offense. And then the defense is not getting love, enough love either. So I think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL right now. That is phenomenal. Favorite fried chicken sandwich. Oh, I'm the, there was one that I tried when I went to my sister's graduation out in Jacksonville. That was right off of Jacksonville Beach, right next to a Margaritaville. I don't remember the name of it, but it was like a grilled cheese chicken sandwich. Wow. And it had like some Cajun spice to it. It was like a Cajun place. The the Rustic has a good grilled chicken cheese sandwich too, or or fried chicken cheese sandwich, but a Cajun flavor to it. That sounds great. The spice on it was amazing. Did you go visit the pride of the Jaguars while you were there? Yeah. Yeah. I was actually out there in that area. I was at uh, TIAA Bank Stadium, one of the worst named stadiums in all of the country. Yeah. Uh, It's it's not impressive. We got to just win a championship and we'll get, what was it called again? T-I-A-A banks. Yeah, we'll get a bigger bank. Jags win the championship in the next six years. Yay or nay? Probably nay. Okay. But I do think that they have a chance. I, I think for it for I, sure. I think they have a good coach and they have a good quarterback. But I do think Trevor Lawrence needs to elevate his game in these six years yeah. and hopefully sooner than that. This is his third year in the NFL. I think he does need to elevate his game more than what he's doing so far this year. He's good, but he's in that he's in that deck category. He's in that he's in that yeah. deal where you're like, it's good and it's yeah. going to win ten games or more. But what can about, can you yeah. go on a three zero run against the best teams in the NFL? From and the, right now he can't. From the four six nine Rangers make two major off season moves. And they always kept going back to the Wendy's hot honey chicken sandwich. Never had that. I, I did have the pimento cheese one from, I just thought it was okay. I love pimento cheese. A lot of people, that's a 50-50 category for pimento mm-hmm. yeah, cheese. Yeah, no, you're right. You're dead on. But I had it going, I like pimento cheese. I like Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich. And I was just like, oh, it wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. I ate all of it. But I guess I just had higher expectations for it. So hot honey from Wendy's. Yeah. Uh, I've had their fried chicken sandwich there before plenty of times, and I do like it. I've never had their hot honey fried chicken. The Chick-fil-A one, I remember eating it because I just saw I saw it on TV and was like, I need it now. Ordered it, immediately had it, and was like, okay, that lived up to exactly what my brain told me at the time. Now, I thought this person was going to be on my side from the 903, but instead it said, 
Kevin sounds like he's meddling down. Oh, man. I get it. I get it. <laughs> like winding down? Yeah. Those are... Guys, those are, those are different words. Getting in the middle of being down and up. From the 940 Sports Opinion, the Rangers get Otani, Hayter, and Jordan Montgomery. Holy cow. If they get Otani and go on big free agent job, man. You guys, hey, I hope so. Oh, that would but be do not awesome. get mad at Ray Davis if prices go up 20% for tickets. Can I? Can I would you a, pay? Would you? Yes. How much? Like, if they did that. What? 20% more. If they got Hater, Otani, and they kept Montgomery, that's, let's just do this, 45, 20, and 25. I might be conservative there, but that's $90 million in those three players per to add. Per year. Per year. So you're adding approximately a hundred million in salary. So you will be the highest paid team. If a if a ticket, I have no clue. I, I'm sorry, I'm struggling with ticket prices. If Fifteen a, to twenty percent, it can go. If up. it was a fifty dollar ticket for like a, a nice yeah. ticket, not the best ticket, but a nice ticket. If he if they moved it to seventy dollars a ticket, that is a forty percent increase. That is well, I just raised. That's too I, much. Sixty. So you, sixty deal. That's 20% deal. Do you think that's an, enough, though, yeah. if you go from if you, but you $180 million payroll to a $260 or $270 million payroll? You'd I'm have not to sure raise what they raise tickets will. 20% across the board, probably. And, like, that also, you're counting on, you're counting on playoff gates and every, everything yeah. like that. So, look, I would love it. I I don't believe they would get all three, but if they do, that would be awesome. And they said... Fuddruckers has the best chicken sandwich hands down. Wow. At least we need to go to more places. Well, tomorrow I don't even know how many places there are. Isn't there one over here off Greenville Avenue? Did you just say you don't know how many places there are? Oh man, I bet there's an limitless amount amount of places. I no, I don't know, Mike. Hold on, let's Google it. You said we need to go to more places. Tomorrow we will be at Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth. Off of Hewlin, if you want to come see us, there are 195 countries in the world, so we'll start there, Kevin. No, can I, we do no, this off air. One thing I wanted to interject in this whole Rangers idea is I have a very strong belief that Chris Young and Bochy have an idea of what they want in the clubhouse, not just names and money, like not just hey, let's be the Mets and go pay all these players and then it not work out in this clubhouse. I think Bochy has a real good idea of I have I have to have guys that are of a certain mind. And willing to be Adolis Garcia in big moments, Nate Evaldi in big moments, because they're gonna they're gonna come up. Those guys have to be able to play to that level, not just they're really good regular yeah. season guys and they get paid lots of money. It's interesting what you're saying is because Michael Young came on this station. He's a hundred percent right. Uh, is that you're never going to have 26 guys all love each other. Right. You're just not. There's going to be kind of fraternities within the fraternity. Now, you you all need to get along and be pulling on the same rope when it comes to playing baseball, but you just might not. That person has a way different lifestyle than you have, or he sees life very differently than you have. You're not really going to want to hang out with that person, but you don't want what you're talking about is dividers in the room. And I'll speak about one of my teammates that I felt like he was a little bit of a divider, but it didn't mean that he was intentionally doing it. And Ryan Drees loved him and I didn't dislike him, but like Milton Bradley, for instance, yeah. he could be a guy that could cause a little bit of tension in the room. And I, to your point, I'm not trying to knock him at all. Josh Hader might be that type of guy. Where you're like, do we want to bring in that tension? Can we handle that tension? Because right now... is Will it be a distraction? There's really not tension on that team. There might be, oh, I don't really hang out with that guy at all. He is living this... 
he has a wife, he has kids. I don't have a wife, I don't have kids. And you're just like, that's not going to be a lifestyle where you two guys are going to possibly like get along off the field or have a lot of conversations. You might, but uh, you're probably going to, the guys that are married that have kids are going to kind of hang out with the guys that are married and have kids. That's kind of just the way it is. This is a fantasy sports opinion from the 501. I shouldn't have drafted two at a backup Mahomes since they share a, a bye week. And the best chicken sandwich is at Lime and Dime in East Plano. And the 817, Luca's winning the MVP and Popeye's spicy blackened chicken sandwich is oh. the GOAT. And then from the 214, if Luca and Jokic ever joined forces, the NBA would be ruined. And the gold golden chick sandwich is amazing. I know we got Mike likes it in just one second, but I wanted to go back to the Cowboys Giants game. And you know we love us some AT&T 5G because it's fast reliable and secure well you look at that game fast you're gonna need tony pollard to be fast we've talked about some of his recovery from the injury you need him to be fast in this game reliable this should be the easiest part dak cd the connection works great keep it going and secure take care of the ball this giants team cannot score any points so take care of the ball and with all that in mind we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's give something away. Oh, where was the enthusiasm for that? 877-881-1053. Caller number 10. Now. We'll win a pair of Cowboys tickets in the 100 level, as well as a parking pass to the game this Sunday. 877-881-1053. Caller number 10 right now. Now. How about some Mike Likes It? All right, so Mike Likes It. We're going to start with Ron Washington. But before I do that, hey, I forgot to say this. I love the Diamond Factory. Baseball Nuggets was brought to you by the Diamond Factory. So let's get into Ron Washington. That happened after our show yesterday. So we were not able to. The rumor was it looked like there was a strong possibility, but it hadn't happened yet. After our show was over, Ron Washington officially becomes the new manager of the Angels. I'm so happy for Ron Washington that he gets another managerial job. It will be really cool that he will be uh, in Arlington for two different series. You'll go and play him in two series, most likely. I'm just saying you play 12 games. Maybe they split it up differently, but there's a good chance it's three and three uh, here that you get to see Wash come into town two different times next year. The thing that I wanted to say about it, though, is – In a way, I also feel a little bit bad for Ron, and he would say, don't feel bad for me. I do think he's taking over a rebuilding situation with very little talent in the major leagues and very little talent at the upper minor leagues. So I do think he's managing a team that if they win 72 games next year, I think that would be a major accomplishment. I think that's a 100-loss team next year. Shohei's not going to be there. I still think we're going to. It hasn't happened yet. I think we're going to get rumors of them trying to see if they can trade Mike Trout. Mike Trout has to totally agree to a trade. He has a full no trade clause. But I just don't know what Ron has there. When Ron came in here, Washington, when he came in for Buck Showalter, 
yes, it was a franchise that had a lot of success in 2004 but didn't make the playoffs. And then it just didn't build upon. You thought with Teixeira and Blaylock and Young and, uh, you know, different guys on the team. But those were your three core guys on the team. You just thought, hey, we're in for good times, man. These young guys have really stepped up. And 05 doesn't go your way. 06 goes bad enough that I believe that's the year you traded Teixeira. It might have been 07. Uh, I remember playing against him on the Braves, so it might have been 07 if I now am getting that right in my head. But it just it didn't materialize. So then here comes in Wash. You know, him and Tex might have not seen eye-to-eye on certain things, but there was some really nice foundation pieces. Watching the Angels last year, I have no clue what to build around. It's building around Mike Trout's too late. He's just not yeah. going to be healthy enough to build a team around the next five to six years. He's not the same guy anymore. In fact, I would get him out of center field now. I'd be like, center field is over. We're going to move you to a corner and probably left field to make your life easier on your body. If he, What if he pushes back against that? I would say, Mike, you haven't played healthy in a long time. Center yeah. field is a very demanding position on your body. You're still going to be in the outfield. In fact, when he broke into the major leagues, he wasn't a center fielder because they had Torrey Hunter. It was kind of as Torrey Hunter started to regress a little bit, not a lot, but as he regressed a little bit, Mike Trout was able to take over center field. So he's seen it before. He saw one of his first ever teammates, Torrey Hunter, move from center field to a corner position because of the athleticism. Now, the one thing that Mike Trout would probably want to say is, who's replacing me? Fair. So if there is a person who's really good in center field defensively, he would probably understand way more than just saying, we're moving you to left field, deal with it. Let me ask you a quick question because I know Bryce Harper, I'm not saying this for the exact same reasons or anything, but I know Bryce Harper moved to first. In your experience, how much do players have a good scouting report on themselves? Like when you're presented with, hey man, it's just not cutting it anymore. Do you feel like most players are like, I know. Or no, okay. We all think we're really still really good. Okay, it is. It is. You you kind of have an idea, but maybe not to the extreme that a fan would have, or at the time the general manager or coach has. It's usually a little bit shocking. Like that being said, I know this is last night, but Maxi Kleba doesn't believe he can really make a three pointer. I know he makes I don't know thirty three percent. I'm guessing, but like the other like last night I'm like dude if it's passed to you and you're wide open you have to shoot it you're not then roll to the basket don't right. hang around the, if you don't want to shoot a three pointer stop hanging around the three point line and roll like Derek Lively does don't hang around the three point line so in a weird way it also kind of stinks if you don't have confidence in yourself anymore because then basketball wise they pass you the ball and you refuse to shoot it and you ruin that whole offensive possession cuz that was the shot. Yeah. We're not going to get a better shot than what we gave you, and you're on the court to shoot the three because you're standing there. You have to shoot it. So for a baseball player, for instance, you're like, I can still do it. I might have not had a good year last year. I might have been hurt the last few years. I can still do it. There are at times players that understand. Michael Young, for instance, he wasn't really that crazy about moving from short to third for Elvis, but he did, sure. and he started trying to learn third. And then – they moved him from third to first. He understood because of Adrian Beltre, but he wasn't that excited about trying to learn first base at an older age where he had re- literally never played first. He had played second, short, and third, I'm assuming, in grade school, high school. You know, I know he was more of a shortstop, I believe, coming up in the uh, Blue Jay system. But um, 
it's not the easiest. It, it just definitely is not the easiest to hear something that you've been so good at and at the highest level that we don't want you playing there anymore. It does help if you're Bryce Harper and you have a major arm injury to be like, this makes a lot more sense. And then you start trying to look at it. You hope that your agent has a good perspective and can present it to you in a way that you understand, like, this is going to give you a longer career. This is maybe going to be more beneficial to you offensively. That feels like a tough part of the job when you have to, like, have those talks and be like, come on, dude. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I, I, I just, for Ron, I love it. But I don't know how he. I don't know how they don't lose a hundred games next. Year. I agree with you. I will say say this one thing, and I think you you know you love this part too. That dude. This is the perfect job. Guys that need to revisit the basics yeah. and grow from there. His job might be at his age too, is to get this organization on the right path mentally. Yes. He can't change the talent. He's not drafting people. He's not signing free agents. That's their general managers and scouts and all those jobs. But what he can do is try to put the right attitude in that organization. He is an older guy, just like Boach. Like, he doesn't have a a lot of time left. But in this three- to four-year period, he's probably the manager, and they're totally rebuilding. He puts the right type of attitude and work ethic and everything in that organization. In a weird way, we're all rooting for Wash. Do we want the Angels to become a great organization again? No. But that's his job is to change that. Okay, so I have a couple minutes here. I said I teased it. Uh, I was going to talk about therapy. It was really interesting yesterday in therapy because – we did this deal where a ball bounces back and forth. I forget the three-letter uh, words that they used uh, for it. But, yeah, I don't know this one. But so it kind of tries to take your mind a little bit off of maybe a little bit of trauma you're going to talk about. Okay. Um, and so in this therapy, he wants me to pick a happy place. Like, I know it sounds like Happy Gilmore, right? But it's kind of like it's it's your own place, right? Whether it's the mountains, the beach, the a, a, a fictional place yeah. or a, a real place. But take yourself to like a real calming kind of happy place. And it was interesting. My calming happy place was a baseball field, a stadium that has nobody in it, oh. and you're you can be in the concourse. And you can kind of have that smell of popcorn, but it's quiet. There's no music going on. There's no workers. It's just this beautiful field, this huge baseball field with these stands, and they're completely and totally empty and just the peacefulness of that. But then I started going towards also being on the field, and it was interesting. I think this. I don't know this right now, but I think this about uh, a lot of my most happy times where I was at the most joyful part of my day is it was like from three to four o'clock or maybe a little bit earlier than that when I was getting to the field when I was going on the field and I loved laying on the grass and stretching just the feel of the grass and the smell of the grass it's perfect grass right Mm -hmm. and then you're also there with your teammates so your teammates start coming out so you're goofing off you're stretching you're playing catch you're having fun conversations uh, and so as I was thinking about this happy place, there's nobody there. There's no stands. I never wanted to go to the mound. The mound would bring stress and intensity, <laughs> right, right, yeah. right? So I don't want to get to the mound. I just want to play catch. I just want to start throwing the ball, but I don't want it to be competitive because that brings an intensity 
to it. And I'm You just want the calming effect right. of being and around. And so I was it. like, it's interesting. I'll leave it at this, but it was interesting that my brain went to and I really went to high school. I went to Duncanville High School because there was where it was the least stressful was high school baseball. Is it so, so I, easy for you? Yeah, but it was just but I just I guess you grow up with those guys. It's yeah. not like professional baseball is life or death of a career. Sure. So there's no life or death in high school. At least I didn't feel that way. Maybe certain people say, yeah, man, either getting cut or playing or whatever. But uh, for me, I just thought, man, it then, like, I would revert back to the high, Duncanville High School's field and being there and, and just kind of getting ready for practice almost. I mean, not even getting ready for a game, just being out there on the field, getting ready to stretch and, and play catch and everything like that. It was kind of to, to get my mind there, to maybe get into other things that has been trauma in my life. Man, I, I, I want to say I appreciate you being willing to share things like this. I think that's great for people to know and people to hear if they're concerned about going to therapy or they're like, nah, I don't want to go. It's not for me. I, I yeah. think it can help. It's everybody. very interesting. I've been doing it for a couple months now, and, and I do think it helps. I, um, yeah. So, I, But I also think you probably have to have the right therapist. I was going into it a little bit like, let's see if this dude's the right dude for me because – but he is. And I don't, you know, I'm sure people have had therapists where like, this isn't working out because there's just not a connection with that person. Yeah, no, I, I understand that completely. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.